And it looks like we are live. Welcome back to Aussies taking over the NBA. Monday night, the 10th of May. The playoffs, well, the play-ins, I should say, are on our doorstep. Are you fired up, man? Are you fired up? I'm a little bit fired up. It's been a long time coming. Um, I mean, it's just kind of been, I'm a Philly fan, obviously, so it's been a bit of a just downhill trek to playing in the playoffs. You know, it's all going to happen. They're qualified. They're Looks like if they win the next game, they're going to qualify in top seed. Really? Um, yeah. So they're Brooklyn have lost the last four. <laughs> I think they beat. Um, didn't they beat someone pretty pretty big? I don't, I don't know why I'm completely blanking on that. But uh, they beat the Nuggets the other day. I watched some of that game. I think it was on Sunday. I think it was yesterday. Um, it's late. It's late at the moment. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Nets were on a slide. Harden's been out. It, they said Harden was going to be back this week, or I think they said last week it was going to be a week before last week. It's going to be last week, and he hasn't been back. I don't think he's going to be back. Apparently that hamstring's just not behaving. It's not recovering. Um, that would be a big blow. But I mean, there's no point rushing him back for the last, what? Oh, okay. Six days. Mm. You've got six days left. That is um, that is crazy. Six days to the uh, to the play ins, and now we're going to talk about this play in tournament. Um, well, actually, sorry, just before that, Philly have ripped off eight straight. Yeah, I did not know that they're eight and two in their last ten. So of course they're definitely going to finish in the first seed. Yes, they've um, they've ripped off. They've got a pretty. They, they had the easiest run mm. post. Um, they did all the hard lifting early on, so uh, yeah, had a pretty easy run down the stretch, which is nice. Yeah, sorry about that. You may proceed now with what you were going to say. Um, yeah, they haven't had too many too many tough games. I don't think Ben Simmons has been playing more than 25 minutes a night. I think Joel Embiid's been playing at 29 minutes. So, man, they're going to be pretty well rested coming into this um, this playoffs. But it's going to be an interesting thing. These playing tournaments, as I was coming back to you, what the hell? Is this just a cash grab for more games? Or, like, what is it? Yeah, for sure, 100%. Shortened season, have these plans. So many people like listening to a lot of the coverage. They're just so convinced. This is great. And I was just like, is it like are you guys just saying that? Like, I think some people are super happy. Like, it's hard to watch a team go all season, right? Especially if you're like a Lakers fan, and yeah. then you're just like, we're seven. Like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to have to go into this scenario where you know we should be the seventh seed and we're going to get knocked out this this sucks like Celtics and Hornets and Heat kind of have been in those scenarios this season but at the same time like for the teams for example like a Memphis Grizzlies or you know the Pacers or the Wizards like how and what a tear the Wizards have been on like it must be a great feeling like you got to be looking at that going yes like there's a chance to be an upset here um to then just go in and be an eighth seed and get knocked out anyway <laughs> So. That's going to be interesting because I think the ninth and tenth seeds play to play the seventh and eighth seeds. So if you're like sitting in that ninth and tenth, man, you've got to play a shit ton of games just before you even get to the playoffs. Mm. It's nuts. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's I don't like, I don't like it cosmically. I don't like it, but more games is great. You know, more games, sweet. I think I like I think I'm, I'm less, but I'm less excited about like. More games because of the playoffs, uh, the play-ins. How good's that? Like, I'm more just like, yeah, more games. I'll watch more games. It's sweet. Like, I'm like that. But I don't want to be like, more games, great, because of the play-ins. Like, I want to separate my, yeah, that's great, from it being the play-ins. I'm like, yeah, get rid of this play-ins thing as soon as possible. Like, as soon as fans are back in arenas, we're back to eight seeds qualify. That's it. The end. 
Yeah, that's all. That that pretty much has to be done. I don't think this tournament's going to survive past this. I don't think the NBPA would allow an 82-game season then play-ins. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think- like it. I guess last in the bubble they lost those games. Uh, they lost those uh, like uh, they lost games in the regular season because of the bubble scenario. And then this season, you know, it's a seventy-two game season, so they lost lost a little bit of money. Uh, the the you know the whole is it is it greed really is the right word? The whole greed aspect. It's- I still look at that and I'm just like, man, can't you afford to just take like eight games off, like ten games off? You know. For the good of like yeah, people and the, the league it's itself, the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's tied up into people's pays. So yeah, that's it. You know, with that China, with uh, Morigate and um, <laughs> China, and uh, you know the dropping off of some revenue from China, and yeah, that's just that's just the you know the revenue hole that they've they've got to make up with the bubble costing as much as it did, and you know. I mean, I think this has been the worst televised year on record, but I think that's because everyone's just watching bloody cryptocurrency go up and down. <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty much it. No one's interested in sport anymore. I think once they get fans back into arenas next season, it will feel like an actual, like, season. Because it, it's been good watching the last 30 games. I think post, um, kind of post All-Star where you get fans, there's a couple there, there's like 20 screaming fans. You're like, woo, you know, you can actually hear some ambience in, in the arenas. But... Before that, it was just kind of like, why, why, why is this even happening? Like, there's mm. just no one watching this. There's no one watching this on TV. Like, the fans in the arenas make the sport, especially for home games. It doesn't really seem like there was much home and away games. Mm. And then with the whole just Brooklyn Nets just buying every old star that there is possibly to buy. <laughs> and, and Blake Griffin, like, looking good. Like, what the hell? Where did this come yeah, from? Yeah, he was, he, was, he was tanking, full tanking in Dr. Roy. He yeah. just wanted out, man. He just wanted out. He wanted to buy out. He wanted to get out of that that place which is kind of just a bit sad but i mean he was it was kind of it was inevitable what a Mm. the the detroit rebuild has been the most disgusting disgraceful act of (laughs) managing a team or a franchise i've ever seen in 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 basketball so glad Thorne's not on that team anymore man he's not on any team that's the kind of bad no but hey look you know you take Take the good with the bad i'm just glad he's not on that detroit team so i have to watch that dross mason plumley 45, 15 mil a season to just look like a friggin' Goomba. Like, he's just... Yeah, but, yeah, it was he was on such a good um, such a good wicket there on the, in that Denver team. You know, being back up to Jokic, any any player is going to look great. Doesn't matter how bad you are, they're going to look great being back up to Jokic. Anyway, that's uh, that's the Detroit fiasco over. There's... Um, <laughs> what teams have been eliminated? I think Detroit's been eliminated. Yep, Cleveland uh, and the Magic. And yeah, the magic is another one that's just like, what is this franchise even about? Um, and that was a half half year tank job too. Yeah, it was. It was just it was just blow it up half year. I mean, they they were pretty unlucky that I lost Michael Fultz early. Um, I didn't get a lot out of it. I you know they they're gonna they're gonna have to get some picks. I mean, then, I, I yeah, don't see much depth in that team coming in the next couple of seasons. They're gonna be pretty terrible all the way through. Um, one thing I haven't seen a lot of is this draft class. Have you seen much of this draft class in terms of hype mm. or, you know, the Zion hype or the RJ hype or the Lamelo hype or the, you know, the, there's there's just been no hype in this draft class. No, I've only sort of seen or heard what people are saying uh, that it's a good class. Okay. Suggs and um, I can't think Jaylen of who the Suggs. other. Yeah, Jalen Suggs and there was another guy who's like super high as well. Um, it's a good guards draft. 
and then uh, to sneak in uh, Josh Giddy. Let's get his stock to stock to rise for sure. Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, not like last year. I feel like all of that's kind of been pushed to the side. You know, like let's just focus on the NBA and like try and make this as much of a focal point because you know there's revenues to be remade, like the revenues to be recovered here, type of thing going on. Yeah, mm. I um, I'd agree with that sentiment. Aussies. Yeah, um, just just so on the in the West, the Rockets have been eliminated. So I guess we could start with the Rockets. Obviously, Dante Exum still hasn't played a game, still isn't back. Yeah, he's out for the season with that calf. I mean, mm. I think we're going to do a Toronto, um, a Toronto and Houston wrap later in the week. Talk about what you know, Bainesy and Exum are really going to do. These are two guys that are on the the cusp of exiting the league. Really, I think. Bainsey, I think Bainsey has a team to go to. I just mm. don't think that the Toronto setup was what was right and from the beginning. Um, but Dante Exum, you know, who's only 26, which is just ridiculous because he's been in the league for so long, hasn't really been in the league, you know what I mean? This mm. guy's just got paid on the back of being Dante Exum. And I'm, I'm worried that, um, you know, that hopefully he's going to be part of this Houston rebuild, but I, I don't I don't know if that's going to be the case. Just looking recent games, January. Oh, okay, so the dates are like American dates. I'm going first of the fifth, like fifth of the first. What the hell? What the what? Um, but yeah, no, it's January. So yeah, he hasn't been back since January 2021. Worry, this is May. Yeah, it's a real worry, man. Played one minute in that game. Yeah, it just sucks. Because this Houston team, I think as bad as it is, for a reason obviously they're definitely tanking in the next couple of years i can see them kind of you know if they can kind of get off that john wall contract and the eric gordon you know sulking his way through games just being like why am i the only one left here man this sucks you know <laughs> um if if you can kind of get through they can get through that at the other side i think they've got you know it's a cleveland level team where even though it's crap it's fun like Cleveland, yeah. like I can I can watch a Cleveland game. They're not terrible, like or they're terrible, but they're not like just an awful to watch team. Yeah, I think they've got some good young talent in the in the in the Rockets team. It's just a question: is it is it elite level talent? Um, no, <laughs> no, no. But it's fun like to watch. Kevin, I like JT I, I, Christian I like Wood. JT. I like Kevin Porter Jr. Man, mm. he's got some some swag about him. Hit some shots. Scored a fifty the other week. Um, for a second round, you know, traded for a second round pick to Cleveland. It's not a bad pickup by Houston. Just absolute gunners, eh? Like, and that's, I guess, I don't have a synergy with those teams. Like, I don't watch those teams and go, you know what I love? Just like five guys just competing for the ball just to gun it. How great is yeah. that to watch? Like, that's absolutely <laughs> the worst type of basketball for me to watch. Um, they did beat the Bucks though, a couple of weeks ago. It was just like, what? And that was yeah. when uh, Kevin Porter dropped 50. Um, and then like a point guard in the, the tier of like, um, John Wall, it's kind of, it's a weird, he's a weird point guard. You know what I mean? Like he's not a floor general. He's not a playmaker. He's not good enough to be an out and out scorer. Like he's kind of just like a Westbrookian, like he's just the guy you don't want him on your team. He's a discount Russell Westbrook, mm. really. I think he, the league's just passed him. You know, he's had two years out and it's just like, yeah, you're kind of irrelevant, man. Mm. Come play in Australia. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> man, how sick would that be if he came down under and played in the NBL? 
That'd be awesome. That's gonna happen. Nah, it's not gonna happen. Can anyone offer him like all the franchises combined? You know, if you've quadrupled their earnings, they don't earn the same amount as he does. I think he's got to take the Dwight Howard approach. If you want to prolong your career, take a step back and go. Yep, my game isn't what it once once was. How do I extend it? Will I become the best backup point guard in the league? Mm. And I think you could do that on team. You know, just hand the reins off and you know, play a good 16 to 20 minutes a night as a backup point guard in, on a busy night and 12 minutes on a non-busy night. I think there's there's definitely teams out there. I mean, as a vet men, I, I definitely see a lot of teams picking up John Wall as that kind of backup role. Hmm. He almost kind of needs to, you know, just do the Carmelo, do the the Dwight, you know, take take your ego off. And, like, if you want to extend yourself in this league, play a role and, and be part of a team. You know, you, you may even get a championships out of that. Seems to be the the way of the way of the world these days. These old stars just like, yeah, I'll take Vet Bin on that team. Mm. <laughs> I'll pay twelve minutes a night to get my ring that I never could. Yeah, paid. it's hard. Like some players are happy to do that, and I think it's it's an attitude thing. Like I wouldn't look at John Wall and go, you know what you need to do? You need to go and be backup man. Because I look at him as a personality, and I'm just like, that guy's never going to accept that he's not good enough to play in the NBA anymore. And that kind of is like a double-edged sword. Like it's it's their strength and it's their downfall at the same time. You know, it's it's what limits a career in that sense. And you know, he's scoring twenty points a game this season, six assists on forty-two percent three-point shooting. Like it's, it's not a horrible season, really, to be honest. No. But it's just on a team that you know isn't winning games and is struggling. And you kind of look at that rebuild and just go like, what, what was that all about? Like, really, yeah. like. The Harden, Harden sort of went out the airlock and then the whole inside of the ship just gutted, turned inside <laughs> out and like just obliterated and blew away. It's like, you know, that was a bit bit rough. Yeah. I think it's going to be a bit of a revolving door over the next couple of years. They're going to have to get off that wall contract, $41 million at the moment. Jeez. He's got, he's got one more season? 45? Uh, two, I think. Jesus. Um, let me spot track that. I think it's yeah, it might even be three. No, I don't think it's three. Nah, think maybe it's not three. Get a little ambitious there. Yeah, I think it's two. Uh John Wall Spot Track. That I was calling Spore Track for a long time. John Wall. Currently two years left on his deal, forty four million next year, and guaranteed forty seven million in twenty two twenty three. Yikes. You have yeah. to get off that deal. Ha- like even even Houston, right? To go through that financial trouble uh, with COVID, obviously their restaurateur owner to then like we'll make a moves to try and sort the franchise out, and then you just get lumped with this John Wall contract. Like, wow, man, brutal. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. You don't. You, you can't offload that contract. You kind of got to go. Well, we're going to tank for the next two years. He's going to kind of. I don't think they play him. I think they pay him forty-seven million in that year, and just be like, "You're not, you're not, you're not playing." If you want to go and win a title, go take a buyout, twenty mil. We'll, we'll take that twenty-seven off our cap. It's like Blake Griffin. Take the buyout. You know, if you want to go play, go play somewhere else. You can't even um, can't even buy that out, man. Uh, you can buy it out in the last year. I don't think you can buy it out next year. No, nah, but you, you can't buy you, you can't buy that out, man. It's too much. If, it's, if it comes to agreement, you know you're going to tank. You know you don't want him on the team because you're going to play young guys. Pay mm. him $30 million to go elsewhere. I guess it's, it's guaranteed money. So Guaranteed money. Yeah, if, yeah, because he's guaranteed, right? He's, he's opt-in. You pay him 30 He, You take a $17 million discount, and he goes and plays for another team. 
That's crazy. It's just crazy. I think yeah, there's some be some bad. I mean, do you know Joakim Noah's still getting paid? Yeah, it's crazy as well. Wasn't he on a ten day on the Clippers last year in the bubble? Yeah, but he's still getting paid by the Knicks. He's like a cross between Stephen Adams and a barbarian. Paul Pierce is still getting uh, no Paul Pierce. Or nah, Kevin Garnett. One of the two still getting paid. I think. No way. Yeah, man. The, you look at the ridiculous paid contracts out there. There's who's there's some some really weird ones just still getting paid. Garnett has been out of the league in, for like six years. Maybe it was the last year it finished. 2017, free agent. Yeah, Kevin Garnett, 2016. Someone's getting fucking paid out. I know Chris Bosch got paid out for years after the blood clots. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of a different scenario. I'm like, yeah, good. I'm glad he got paid out, man, because his career just got cut down from underneath him with that health health scare, you know what I mean? So we're going to some Aussies. Yeah, Aussies. Well, we were on an Aussie team, but yeah, Aussies now. Uh, who should we start with? What do you reckon? I reckon Ingles because the Jazz, to me, for my mind, are the team to beat. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now. The Jazz are the team to beat, and it's through the resurgence of Jordan Clarkson and George Nyang. I think George Nyang had a great second half of the season. Dude can shoot. Yeah, he can. He's... You know, he's a solid, solid all-around player. Like, he's not not great on offense. He can shoot it. You know, he's kind of a guy where you put in scenarios where it's just like, oh, you forgot about him, you know, and he knocked it down rather yeah. than, you know, these situations where he's got to play on two both ends of the floor impacting the game. But Joe Ingles, just quietly, man, sixth man of the year? Yeah, I think it goes to Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, but, but is this yeah. case stronger than Clarkson? I think it most improved, like, what else yeah. do you want from a guy that's shooting fifty percent from three on on good volume? Mm. You know, I think he's um, he's done something pretty magical at that Jazz team this year, and you know, consistently played well over the last few seasons. If Philly don't win, I want the Jazz to win, hundred percent. Yeah, I think it'd be good for basketball as well, and good to have another Aussie getting into the uh, into the finals. Or the, the but they've still got to do it, man. They've got to climb that mountain. Yeah, I'm still looking at that team going. I got to see you do it. It's a bit like the Bucks, the same thing. Got to see you do it. They're going to potentially play the Lakers or the Trailblazers. Man, they're going to have a hard eighth seed to, mm. to play against. It's not going to be a, a walk in the park like the East, I think. Well, currently they're 50 and 18. So the Phoenix Suns, I think they've lost. No, they lost one. But they're 6 and 4 in their last 10, and the Jazz are 7 and 3. Um, I can see a scenario where the Phoenix Suns are just kind of like. You know what? We're happy, happy to stay out of the uh, one eight. You know, you have your one eight, um, especially with a team like the Lakers or the Warriors. Man, sort of hanging around in that area. You know what I mean? Like, would you, if you were the Suns, would you really want to play the Warriors in a one eight scenario? No. You're kind of looking at that, going, "Oh man, Chris Paul versus Curry." Even though that Warriors team is absolute dog turd, really, without Curry and Draymond Green. You're still, if you're the Suns, you're inexperienced. I think the Jazz, if it was a 1-8, the Jazz are just like, nah, we'll mop the floor with you guys. Gobert's going to monster anyone on that team. Draymond's just going to break down, basically having to defend pretty much every big they throw at him because they've got no one else. But, man, if you're the Phoenix Suns, a little bit of inexperience, first round, first game, um, first finals, first playoffs kind of jitters, you know, a bit, a bit of a like, ooh, you know, you don't want to slip up on this one, boys. Like, you know. Pretty good. Um, Pretty good. But it's that's then again, that's then if the Warriors actually make the play in. I think if it's the Grizzlies, what do you reckon in a in a jazz scenario? 
Jazz wiped the floor with the Grizzlies. Yeah, I think the Jazz probably beat anyone that isn't the Lakers in that. Well, for that 10 spot, it's it's kind of looking like it's either going to be the Spurs, which have tanked of late, the, the Pelicans, which know Zion indefinitely. So that's... Yeah, un- that's pointless. That's Don't even make the... Just, just X out, hit the ejector seat, tank. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously the Kings, which have something to play for, but... Um, this is an interesting rumor that um, they might look at moving Marvin, Marvin Bagley to the to the um, the Warriors for cheap. Might not be a bad pickup. <laughs> Poor cheap. Bagley, man. After the season that Wiseman's just had, where it's basically just like we're not giving you any rope at all. If you're shit, you're getting yanked off the floor. Um, to then have Bagley join that team, it's just like, ooh, that's a bad scenario for Bagley Bagley's to go into. He's a power forward. Yeah, oh, but you're not playing power forward with Draymond Green on that in that team. Yeah, that's true. Um, and especially with like one T, one Tots Gunnar Anderson, the madman. Um, but yeah, no, sure, sure, why not? Another live body. <laughs> it's kind of like the Willie Cauley Stein experiment where like three games in, everyone was just like, yeah, no, get the fucking guy out of here. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and just quietly, let's let's pivot quickly to the Mavericks. Eight and two, like what a run! After since the since the All Star break, I think they're on some crazy like thirty and fifteen run or something. 36, 30 and sixteen or something. They've had um they've had some good you know Josh Green's getting twenty minutes a night and just becoming a defensive powerhouse. Mm. And you know don't don't go in. You're not there to score. You're just there to to stand in the corner. But defensively, he's kind of got that Matisse Tybal. Uh, you know, lockdown, you know, three and D kind of wing defensive player mentality, and that's what this team needs because defensively they're fucking terrible. Mm. They're so bad. And Lucas just he got ejected uh, today for hitting Colin oh, Sexton in the nuts. So soft, man. I saw that and I just <laughs> went, just are we really ejecting guys for that on a replay scenario? Like I could, I can see that where. Oh, snap, snap judgment, you know, ejected. Like, I can see that. And you're like, oh, whoa, we see the replay. The ref might have made it bungle that call. But to go to the fucking replay center and see that and just be like, we have to we have to get rid of guys out of our game because of that weak-ass shit. Like, fuck off out of here. That was yeah, rubbish. The flagrant ones that they're handing out this year are just pathetic. Yeah, it's like, sad, Guy goes man. to the rim, guy tries to defend, guy jumps into elbow, uh, n- heavy contact flagrant one you're just like what the fuck i've seen a few where dudes are getting trucked like badly and they're just like no play on that's fine and you're just like what like really with some of the soft shit that's been called this year really like that's not a fucking flagrant but some are also some players too like boogie it's like they're like eagle eyes on fucking boogie it's like he just coughs near someone it's like let's review that that might have been flagrant and you're like and then some other players can just do anything and it's like nah you're a scrub we're not even gonna bother going to the replay on that pretty sure steph curry could just knee someone in the nuts and they wouldn't even yeah they wouldn't go to the i'm pretty sure anyone could just knee steph curry in the nuts and they just be like what are you talking about it's just hard basketball stuff just just eat it up mate <laughs> and he still dropped 15 uh, 15 threes and hit like eight of them too um but yeah this this dallas team man i think we're, we're gearing up for just like hmm, something to get excited about a little bit nah, man, exit first round <laughs> just nah. straight into a brick wall yeah, mate. Nah. no I, I kind of i'm like man like nah, you don't want to catch them on a in a series like just like oh like you weren't prepared for this series catching this um catching this team they're, they're winning at the moment because they're playing 
a heavier basketball with a bit more defense. And I think teams down the stretch of this season, they've had a pretty easy run, but teams down the stretch of the season be like, well, you know, what's the point of playing hard energy where I think Dallas have really put put the foot to the accelerator and we're like, we need to climb the ladder um, and win some games here to get out of these uh, these planes because um, this is not where we want to be against the Jazz. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they're going to – Rick Carlisle is not a postseason coach, let's be real. <laughs> Rick Carlisle, he has won a championship, so. Yeah, he won a championship with, the, you know, the greatest seven-foot shoot power forward in, in the history of the mm. game. Fuck, that was any. If you shout out to anyone out there listening or watching, man, go back and look at those Dirk highlights. That's one thing I, I regularly go back and watch, man. That's that finals against the Heat. Fuck, it was just unbelievable. Just everything moves. Like to watch the game as it is today, and what you know, the type of um, post offense that he was, you know, deploying back then was just out of this world. You'd still be elite. Like you look at some of you, you could look at some of those plays. You know, 10, 15 years ago, prime Dirk would still be top five top 10 player in the league mm. today just his ability to shoot over dudes it'd be totally different league still too like you know we've seen the game evolve away from you don't necessarily need to be heavy and powerful in inside you just need to be big and strong but quick at the same time mm. so I, I like even looking at this around this league thinking about it i don't think you could find anyone that could guard a prime dirk you know i think he'd still be one of the best players in the league yeah, maybe a Ben Simmons or a Kawhi Leonard. Simmons? Maybe. Yeah. Defensive I'd like to see. I would have liked to have seen it. That would be sick. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Oh, look, that, that Philly team. Like, we can pivot to just quickly to Philly's defense here. Um, yeah, sorry, just, just before. So I'm just looking at this uh, Dallas schedule from who they played. They lost against the Spurs, the 76ers, beat the Grizzlies, lost against the Knicks and Kings, beat the Pistons, the Lakers twice, lost to the Kings, they beat the Warriors, the Pistons, the Wizards, lost to the Kings, and then they've beaten the Heats, Nets, and the Cavs twice. So, bit of a mixed bag on that shit. I'm still like dark horse. Like, hmm, come playoffs times, I might uh might take a look nah. at this team, have a little, little watch. Nah. nah. All right, I will be the yin to your yang. Fall apart. No yin. heartledge. <laughs> no heartledge. All right, let's let's pivot to the Philly 76ers. Mate, the uh, twin pillars of defense, Matisse Tybal and Benson. So Matisse Tybal could Fire easily out. be defensive player of the year. The guy plays no offense, but can just lock down games. He had five steals in 18 minutes the other day. Just like, and I'm not even shooting the ball. I'm just going to take the ball off everyone. That's <laughs> crazy. Like, awareness, smarts. It's not even, like, dangerous defense either. It's just smarts. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Smarts. Fighting around screens, block shots, timing. You know, pinching lanes, just so active on mm. defense. And, you know, I, you've seen Philly down the end of games where it's been close. And in the last five minutes, teams just haven't been able to score. You've got Embiid on the floor, who is arguably one of the better defensive centers in the league. Um, you've got Ben Simmons, who is the best defender in the league, arguably. He's going to win Defensive Player of the Year if he, you know, has a good good ending to the season. If there's any and justice, he definitely be, should, should be winning. Defensive yeah. player of the year. And then you've got Matisse Tybal, who is the best defensive guard. He's the best defensive guard in, in the league. Um, you know, he's in top top six now for steals and, you know, top 20 for blocks as a guard. Yeah, it's Playing crazy. 18 minutes a night, not even a starter, just like off the bench guard. He's just like, this is, this is insane. Um, it's fun to watch. Look, I think Philly will... 
they should get to the conference finals this year. It'll just be whether, you know, a, a full-strength Brooklyn team can, you know, Harden comes back and, you know, they can they play, a, you know, a bit a bit harder and, um, you know, get, get chalky in a seven-game series. But, um, you know, they can score. There's nothing denying that the Nets can score, but their defense is putrid. Who's that? The Nets. The Nets, sorry, yeah. I, was, I thought you were still talking about Philly. I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 Philly, you know, defensively. The Nets, we, yeah. It's, the, the defense is putrid. And Kevin Durant is a fantastic scorer, but he looks a step slower on defense. Yeah, man. man. I've noticed he's, that too. Like a lot of the praise that he's getting, like it's great. And he's definitely one of the most elite scorers. I've noticed, man, his, his explosiveness on the pull-up is not there. And that's why when Giannis blocked him the other day, like you could see, he doesn't have like he used to like raise all the way up, man, and shoot those jumpers like a good, I reckon, another six inches explosive off the floor. I just don't think with those injuries he's able to do that. And he no. almost looks like he. I, w- I don't want to say like he doesn't want to do it. He almost plays like he knows it's not quite there. So he's taken different shots, like yeah. he's taken more phase, more leaners, and different stuff like that. I think it's kind of changed the way he's playing, playing the game. I think it has changed the way. But just I've seen him get rinsed on on defense a couple of times. When you look at him playing for the Warriors and OKC, he's just like, oh, he would have made that block, but he's not as yeah. quick as he once was. And I think that's really where Brook. I mean, Kyrie Irving doesn't play a lick of defense whatsoever. Um, and yeah, James true. James Harden is can turn up, but typically doesn't and then you've got Blake Griffin who is not really a def- defense mm. defensive player in his in his older career Jeff Green's not bad as a as a screen setter but that team just doesn't scream like oh there's a whole bunch of guys that you know if the scoring dries up for whatever reason and on that team it never should <laughs> that's mm. that's the reason but um, if it does then you know that's it's not defense that's going to win this game so um you know, I think that's really what it's going to be. It's going to be a um, a Nets Philly final, and um, it'll be a good good one to watch. I think the Nets, like you look at DeAndre Jordan, and you just sort of think he's been completely rinsed out of the team, man. Yeah, like, yeah, like you're just like, what what is going on there? Like, what is going on? Like he was one of the elite, like the Clippers. He was like one of the elite shot blockers, defensive centers, like a guy who was you know, at Gobert levels, basically, to, like, to now, where you're just like, what? What the, the fuck are these? It doesn't even make sense. Like, how are you not, like, one of the best block, shot blockers, defensive centers in the league? That doesn't make any sense. He's just been like, yeah, and Steve Nash doesn't want him. He The only reason he was even on that team is because Durant and Kyrie said, you must get him. Yeah. And that's, nice. like, that's all right. Like, you know, if you looked at his Clippers form and you transported from then and to now... You would still go, I want a guy like that on my team. But then when you watch it, you're just like, why doesn't this translate and make sense? Like he's 7-1 and still one of the best, you know, athletic players in the league. But you're just like, how are you not like just a monster on defense? It doesn't make any sense. Just not enough game time, not enough timing anymore. And this, I think you're right about the defense on this Nets team. Like it's not rooted in defense. Their, their out is essentially going to be we'll just outscore teams. Yep. And I'm not saying it won't or can't be done or it won't happen, but that's, that's a that's, huge, huge gamble, man. That's that's also what Houston's out was. And 
they never could do it. So it's fun. Yeah, but Houston was a weird team. Houston was just like, let's get this rid is, of all our big players. There's three guys on that team that need the ball in their hands to score. I mean, admittedly, Harden has facilitated a lot better since coming to the Nets and does not need as much, you know. But there's, there's Kyrie needs the ball in his hands. Durant needs the ball in his hands. So it's just kind of like, well, you just, you just keep going down the floor and then, you know, you lock up Kyrie, you lock up Durant, um, you lock up Harden. I don't know. It'll be good. It'll be a good series, mm. no matter what. That's the series you want to see in the Eastern Conference Final. I mean, Milwaukee, in my mind, are the dark horse. Like they've they've come home strong with the se- with the end of the season. But um, I think they're on 40, 40, 43 wins or something. I think the who the Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks are currently forty three and twenty four, a game back yeah. from the Nets. Could be an interesting. Uh, still, thing. the Bucks, man, is still a bit. I think the Drew Holiday experiment is finally starting to work. Mm. I think they're just one. The kind of Dante DiVincenzo is not really great. Bryn Forbes hasn't had a great season. And you're just like, they're just like one shooting guard away from, you know, making it, I think. There's a lot of um, Giannis has got to come to the table type of thing. That's you know awesome. what I mean? And I'm, I'm still like, I like watching him play, but I'm still just a bit like, there are things teams can do for you or to you rather that. I don't know if you got answers for, or I, I, I still have to sit and watch it and go, I've got to see you beat these things to then go, oh, yeah, okay, you did it. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Fair play. He's one of the best players in the league, but I'm still not sitting there like putting money down and going, yep, he can beat, you know, the trap, the the chub sort of um, the wall up defense, stuff yeah. like that. You know, there's, there's things that teams can throw at him. I've got the playoff picture up here. Um, at the moment, the Eastern Conference, if uh, it's a Philly Charlotte as a standing sit uh, on that side of the bracket, and then Knicks Atlanta Hawks, so the Philly would have to play the Knicks or the Hawks if they beat Charlotte, and then the other side, Water Murderers Roman, the Bucks Miami, and Brooklyn Boston. Damn! Imagine Brooklyn and the Bucks playing in that second round, and then like, do you really want to come up against Miami? Yeah, that's that's that is a bit of a murderous row. Man, that's brutal. That is brutal. Crazy. Uh, and then looking over at the West, as it currently sits, the Utah Jazz and the Warriors one eight, then the Nuggets and Dallas four five. Nuggets Dallas is a good series. I think the yeah, Nuggets probably win that series. Uh, and then Clippers Portland, Phoenix Lakers. If you're the Phoenix Suns, man, you didn't like. I would tr- be trying to finish third. <laughs> Fully. Like, can we just play Portland, please? Just let us play Portland or Dallas, please. You know what I mean? You don't want to be playing the Warriors, the Lakers. I just feel like you don't want to be playing those two, man. If you're a first first team, uh, if you're uh, first finals in 10 years, it kind of has banana skin written all over it to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, any other Aussies we need to talk about? No, we'll come back later in the week and we'll start wrapping up teams. That mm. um, little short one, little little turbo. Um, just looking through the list of teams, Mavericks we covered, Spurs. Oh man, you know, even if Spurs make the plans, he's still just kind of like, I'm not yeah, expecting you to win games. Yeah, that's it. They don't have a center. Let's let's be real. Mm. All right, as always, you can like and subscribe. We are live currently on YouTube. 
Uh, so subscribe if you're watching along or you can listen to us in audio format on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcast Addict and Spotify. And as always, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace out.